Nora Speaks is a weekly podcast that tugs at the soul and consciousness of the Black community. With show topics such as youth empowerment, education, women's impact, and civic engagement, Nora Speaks challenges the listener to not only join the movement, but be the movement. On the show, you'll learn from insightful guests who have demonstrated capacity in these fields and more, and I'm your host, Nora Muhammad. Welcome to the show. Welcome, welcome to another episode of the Nora Speaks podcast, and I am your host, Nora Muhammad. As always, it's a privilege and pleasure to be joining you for another conversation, or I'm going to be sharing my thoughts about um, the Maya Angelou quarters, the Harriet Tubman 20s that may or may not be unveiled, and some other um acts of symbolism that uh, are occurring uh, right now in this nation. Uh, But welcome to episode 178 of the Nora Speaks podcast. I am so happy to be joining you in another episode. And there's going to uh, be, you know, some information I'm going to share in this episode and uh, the position that you may hear me take, may disagree with your own. However, I want you to hear and understand the principle of what I'm sharing in this episode, episode 178. I want to thank those who are subscribed to the podcast. And if you are not subscribed to Nora Speaks, I encourage you to subscribe wherever you are consuming this media. If it's on Amazon Music, if it's on Pandora, Spotify, um, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, CastBox, wherever you are streaming this and consuming the Nora Speaks podcast, I encourage you to subscribe. And when you can, leave a comment, leave a rating, review. Um, you can follow Nora Speaks podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And I always invite you to leave me feedback there. Let me know what you think of the podcast. Are there any conversations that you would like to hear? Is there anyone that has intrigued you that you would like to hear interviewed on this podcast? Now, on to episode 178. Now, just for a bit of background, I I just want to share um, the background so that you are aware of uh, kind of what's going on and why these um, women and why Maya Angelou is uh, going to be uh, on the quarters that some of the quarters are going to be distributed in the early part of 2022. Now, this episode is released on MLK Day 2022. And um, it's purely coincidental uh, as there is every year a day of service, an MLK Day of Service in remembrance of Martin Luther King Jr. Um, I will include a clip of uh, Martin Luther King Jr. uh, speaking and and specifically I'll be including uh, a speech that he gave where I think the uh, words that he's using and the instructions to us are relevant uh, in this day and at this time. You know, more than hmm, past beyond 30 years, right? 
40 years, uh, the civil rights movement that Black people have participated in, um, you know, we can go back to the 60s, of course, we can go back to the 50s, go back to the 30s. There remains the conditions amongst Black people where we are still, and Black leaders are still trying to have the civil rights uh, gained and human rights respected. And so I'm going to share with you uh, something from Dr. King at the end of this podcast, just so that you can be edified by the wisdom and words that he shared with us. Now, on to this episode. Uh, It was in 2020 that there was an act passed in Congress called the American Women Quarters Program. It was passed in 2020, as I mentioned, and it permits the Secretary of State where it directs the Secretary of State to issue five quarters per year until the end of the year 2025, in which uh, women will be featured on the quarters. And the first quarter that's going to be released in 2022 features our sister, Maya Angelou. Uh, There are many opinions about this, and I will share mine. Now, some of the conversation that I've heard, I think has been uh, important. I think it's been relevant. And there are many people talking about this. Now, um, let me just say, Maya Angelou will be and is the first Black woman that is going to be included on the quarter. Now, if you have not seen it, The quarter, which features the American president, President Washington, on one side of the quarter. The other side has Maya Angelou with her arms extended, her looking over what looks like her right shoulder. Her arms are extended. And behind Maya Angelou is an eagle, and it has her name on it. Um. It also has United States of America quarter dollar on it. And that's just kind of around the perimeter. Um, Some have argued it doesn't look like Maya Angelou. Uh, I would have to agree, but that that, that is kind of irrelevant. Um, Now with Maya Angelou being featured on the quarter, the first black woman to be featured on the quarter, um, that's occurring. We know that there had been a dialogue initiated about Harriet Tubman being on the $20 bill. What I've heard is some women say that Black women have said that Black women and Black men and Black children, our bodies were currency in this nation, meaning our bodies, our lives were used in exchange of goods and services. And now to put a Black woman on a quarter or to put Harriet Tubman on the dollar bill, some feel that it is in some way insulting, some think that it is performative, in that it is a meaningless demonstration that doesn't really have anything behind it. This is what some people are saying. What I am saying about this, about the the Harriet Tubman uh, 20s, about the um, Maya Angelou quarters, And I just learned that Ida B. Wells, 
will be uh, featured as a Barbie doll, Barbie doll. And we also have uh, another doll, uh, the Maya Angelou doll. And I believe that's being sold at Target right now. Now, Nora, what, what is your perspective on all of this? And what I say to you today and what I've said before is that we cannot get distracted and we should not be distracted with the symbolism when what we need is the substance. We need something substantive. I know a lot of women are excited. A lot of Black women are excited that they're going to get these quarters with Maya Angelou. I know there's excitement about the Maya Angelou doll. There's excitement about the Ida B. Wells doll. And people say, well, representation matters. And I do not disagree with that representation. However, I question what is it, what is the representation? What is the physical manifestation, right, of the representation? If all we get is the symbol without the physical work or the physical manifestation behind it, then the action is performative, it's, it's, it's demonstrative of nothing. Now, we can get these dolls for our children, for our daughters, and we can begin conversations with them and, and explain to them who these women were. Maya Angelou, she was an artist, she was a poet, a writer. Um, we can give them the history of these women and the history of this nation at the time where these women were impacting culture. Um, however, for you and I, and the expectation that we have should continue to be civil rights. And before we can get to civil rights, human rights. We still live in a nation that does not respect, honor, or even acknowledge the humanity of Black women, Black men, and our Black children. And that is evidenced in much of what we see through American culture, the violence in America, the taking of life, the uh, institutional ways that Black people are edged out of opportunities. Um, not by accident, you know, we talk about institutional racism, we talk about systems, but it is people who design systems, it is people who establish institutions, it is people that write legislation, that create rules and laws. The rule is there, but there's a mind behind the rule, there's a mind behind the leg legislation, there's a mind behind the laws. And if we just say the system is rigged, well, let's find out who's designing the system, who's maintaining and upholding the system. So, you know, whatever your thoughts are on the Maya Angelou quarter, the Harriet Tubman 20s, the Ida B. Well Barbie doll, let us not be distracted with a symbol that does not bring the substance with it. If you watch the news and if you're in tune to current events, you know that there's disappointment over uh, the uh, voting rights legislation, right? Now, Black people were given the right to vote, and then because we were being um, disenfranchised systemically from voting, then there was the Voting Rights Act. Now, the Voting Rights Act did not permit us to 
have the right to vote. That was something that was already passed. The Voting Rights Act was to allow the conditions so that we could vote. And now, all of these years later, we're still trying to achieve the opportunity for all citizens in this nation to have the opportunity to vote without hardship. Even all these years later, um, there are folks who are concerned about infrastructure and some of the uh, legislation that the president is trying to pass, the Build Back Better, and the senators who are in the way and they're talking about the filibuster. Now, it may feel good to have a quarter in your pocket or in your wallet or in your purse with Maya Angelou on it, but wouldn't it feel so much better if we had our humanity respected and if they honored the laws that they're passing for us to still be talking about folks who are born in this nation. And if you're born in this nation, then legally you're supposed to be a citizen. And if you're a citizen, then you should have the opportunity to engage in the processes of this nation, like voting. And yet we are still having uh, lawmakers, activists, try to make sure that there are free and fair elections. So I encourage you who listening to this and in the conversations that you're having, while we may be excited about the Tubman 20, the Maya Angelou quarter, the Ida B. Wells Barbie, the Maya Angelou Dow, and there was a recent unveiling of Harriet Tubman, a traveling Harriet Tubman statue in Philadelphia. It's a symbol, but we want to see what's behind the symbol. And for a long time in this nation, we have been studied. We've been studied by social scientists. We've been studied by psychologists to learn and understand the motivations of Black people uh, and the responses of Black people. And what social scientists have determined is that we are a very emotional people. And so if there is something as unfortunate as the killing of Trayvon Martin, the killing of Ahmaud Arbery, the killing of Breonna Taylor, the killing of Atiana Jefferson, the killing of Jordan Davis, we will march. We may, quote, riot, as they call it. And then once we have that strong reaction we don't really ask or demand or require any change behind our venting, if you will. We don't demand. We don't have the endurance. We don't tolerate the conditions to manifest change. We just don't have that stamina. We don't have the organizing power that uh, forces those who have the power to produce change, we just do not have that uh, ability. They've studied this. And I'm not saying this because I like to say bad things about my people, but I have to tell the truth. And so in these acts of symbolism, let us not be distracted from what's happening right here on the ground. Our heart can swell. I love Maya Angelou in reading her writings as a young girl. And our hearts can swell learning about Harriet Tubman and what a strong woman she was and what she did for our people. 
our hearts can swell with pride, right? However, we still want to see manifest right here on the ground where our daily lives are impacted, the education of our children, the conditions of our community, the conditions of our housing, um, the safety in our communities. These are the things that impact us the most, right? The ability to elect someone in office who is going to stand for us when we elect them and put our support behind them. These are the things that are kind of uh, the most um, accessible issues and the issues that impact us the most. Um, <clears throat> and, and they impact us the most physically, right? What our children are learning, being able to go outside our home safely, being able to afford decent, decent and quality housing, being able to purchase fresh and, and, and wholesome and nutritious food, right? That's, that's what we need. Um, something that is symbolic is nice and it can be a reminder of something. It could be educational. However, we need substance. So I don't want us to be distracted with the symbolism. So while we're excited and we're collecting the dolls and we're, we're going to view the statue of Harriet Tubman in Philadelphia and we're putting these quarters with a black woman in our pocket, let us not be too excited about the symbolism. Let us not be too excited about that. When the substance, the impact of, 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 of rules, systems, laws impact us in a negative way. Uh, the, the thrust that some folks have to permit these symbols, the power that they have to produce these symbols, they also have the power to allow us to exist with freedom, justice, and equality, to operate with freedom, justice, and equality. And they're making a choice. So their choice is symbolism. We have to decide, is symbolism going to be good enough for us? And I say that symbolism is not good enough for us. And I don't want us to become weary. I don't want us to become complacent. I don't want us to be tolerant of, um, of, of, of symbols and, and demonstrative gestures that have nothing behind them or performative actions that have nothing behind them. I don't want to hear a strong speech where you're talking strong but you have no work behind that. And we see that often where they come out and they talk and, and talk strong on behalf of the black community. But all they give us is talk and there's no action. There's nothing manifest behind that. We've had that long enough. It is time for us to harness our unity, harness our love for each other, harness the collective needs that we have, use that energy and to create and manifest real change. And while others are trying to give us uh, symbolisms, we have to develop the substance for ourselves and not be distracted by the symbols. I want to thank you for listening to this episode of the Nora Speaks podcast. It is always great to come before you and say a few things. Um, I will share with you that there are other women who are going to be featured. It's not just my Angelou on the quarters. There are other women who are going to be featured. And um, one, is Sally Ride. Sally Ride is a, an astronaut and a physicist. And I remember reading and learning about Sally Ride in school. Another woman, her name is Wilma Pearl Mankiller. And she was 
an American Cherokee activist. She's a so she was a social worker, community developer, and she was the first woman elected to serve as the principal chief of the Cherokee Nation. Another woman that's going to be featured on the quarter for 2022 is Adelina Otero Warren. And she was a woman suffragist and educator. She was a politician. Um, and she created a legacy with civil service and education and politics. Um, and then there's Anna Mae Wong. And she was an American actress considered to be the first Chinese American Hollywood movie star. So these are the women who are going to be featured 2022 on the uh, on the quarters, right? And you know that may be interesting. However, some women are saying, "Okay, but still, what about women's rights? What about uh, their freedom to make decisions about their own bodies?" The symbol is nice. Uh, however, you know some people are looking for substance, and I encourage you to look for substance or to create the substantive change that we need ourselves. Again, I want to thank you for listening. Uh, listen to this excerpt of Dr. Martin Luther King and be informed by his wisdom. I hope that your MLK day of service is meaningful. It is rewarding. And we uh, take this day and, and, and with a great deal of thought and respect to a brother who did his part to advance the needs of our people. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Neuro Speaks podcast. Until next time, stay in peace. We've got to engage in action programs to make that freedom possible. Let nobody fool you about this. Freedom is never voluntarily given to the oppressed by the oppressor. It must be demanded. And I say to you this morning that this will be necessary all over the United States of America. But as I say this, let me give a warning signal that we must work passionately and unrelentingly for first-class citizenship, but we must never use second-class methods to gain it. We've got to get smart. We've got to organize. We've got to organize so effectively and so well and engage in such powerful, creative protest that there will not be a power in the world that can stop us and that can afford to ignore us. Our power does not lie in Molotov cocktails. Our power does not lie in bricks and stones. Our power does not lie in bottles. Our power lies in our ability to unite around concrete programs. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Norrisbeast podcast. Be on the lookout for a new episode coming at you fresh next week. And as always, if you want to learn more about me and the work that I do, visit my website, noramohammed.com. Or if you have a listener question, email me at info at 
You can also follow the Nora Speaks podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Nora Speaks Podcast. I'll be sure to include links in the show notes. If this show has value to you, please subscribe, rate, and review, and share it with family and friends. And be sure to check out previous episodes. And remember, don't just join the movement, be the movement. Stay in peace.